0: This is a no fluff podcast created for busy women. We are Bailey and Brianna. We are dedicated to helping women break up with dieting and rethink the way you look at food, sharing the real secret to fat loss, learning how your body actually works.
1: Our goal is to give you the tools that you need to navigate BS diet culture and empower you to feel confident with your food choices so that you can sustainably reach your goals.
0: Take a quick sip and welcome to Mocktail Minutes.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mocktail Minutes. This is Bailey. And this is Brianna. And every week we're going to have a fun little drink to share with you guys. This week, I kept it pretty simple, but did it a little fun. So I just have water, a little splash of coconut water, and then some smashed blueberries. It doesn't look super pretty, but it tastes good. And I added some lime juice. So getting hydrated with that this morning. What are you having, Brianna?
0: Again, I kept it super simple too. I just have the H-E-B brand unsweetened sparkling water. It's by far my favorite. Yes, I'm gonna have
1: to try it when I come to visit you.
0: Oh yeah, anything AGB brand is amazing.
1: Yeah, AGB. <laughs> and today we have two special guests coming on with us. They're gonna answer some questions we've been wanting to know, and I think you guys are really going to love what they're sharing about because I know I already have so many questions on Instagram about it. So today we have Camila and Chris. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves?
2: Yeah, hey guys, we are the founders of Bali Tequila Seltzer. We're married. I'm the chief financial officer and, you know, we're a small company, so kind of do everything.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
3: And I'm Chris. I'm the CEO and we both wear a lot of hats, so we we, we share a lot of the the to-dos. But yeah, we're based here in Charleston, South Carolina, and we've been working on Volley for, for almost three three years now.
1: Oh, wow. That's exciting. Yeah. I I recently found you guys and I really love the seltzers. I think they taste really good, first of all, (laughs) and the ingredients in them. I just love that. And I think it's super important because, and Chris, we've kind of talked about this before when we first met is like, yeah, we know alcohol, it's not going to be a great thing to always have. I mean, alcohol doesn't really provide benefits, but we're adults, we're realistic. We like to have alcohol, social gatherings and everything. So if we're going to drink, drink better. And that's what I really liked about Volley.
0: And I love that we're doing that because like with everything, it's all about moderation, right? Like if you're, if you're going to enjoy yourself, you might as well do it in a way that supports you the best. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about Volley? Like how did it start? Where did the idea come from? Yeah, that's exactly right.
2: We, We love to push like an 80, 20 lifestyle. Like it's not sustainable to just Go 100% and try to be you know, super healthy and restrict yourself so why not be able to enjoy yourself. But the idea started a while ago, like five years ago, when the whole seltzer craze was quite big. We were drinking White Claws, didn't really know what was in them. There weren't any spirit-based seltzers at this time, so Honeymoon wasn't in exist. And I happened to be reading a book called The Dorito Effect, and it talks about the food system in the U.S., and basically what a natural flavor is, What what's the difference between a natural flavor and an artificial flavor. And there's actually no difference in them. They're both made in the lab. One is, I guess, made from natural, the natural world. So like, you know, tree bark to like some leaves or whatever, but it's still all synthesized in the lab to create a flavor and to give your mouth the essence of tasting like something. The most shocking one is vanilla flavor which is actually why flavors were created It's very expensive to get vanilla bean so they create a vanilla flavor for ice cream and vanilla flavor comes from the behind of a beaver it's called castorium and it it gives your mouth the essence of vanilla so kind of like truffle oil versus like truffle flavor or whatever so when I read that I was like what is happening here (laughs) and yeah Exactly. Then you're like, "What is white claw? What is the, what are the? alcohol in here?" And you know, fermented cane sugar had. I have no idea what that means. I still like can't wrap my head around it. especially with natural flavors, and I'm like, "This." They tell you it's healthier for you. Not this is not healthier for you. It's not better for you. It just feels lighter than a beer, and I was really frustrated by it. And so we started looking for the tequila option. I was a tequila drinker for the for a better option. I just didn't find one. So we decided to create one. We wanted to be extremely transparent with our ingredients. So they're listed right in the front of the can and they're all real. So we made the recipes in our kitchen and it's literally with everything you could buy in a grocery store
1: and put in the can.
0: That's so
2: cool.
1: I love it. And I think what's cool about it, cool about it. So like you, if you haven't seen a volley yet or you haven't heard of them, like you have to flip the can before you do it. And funny story about that flipping, not shaking, because I shook mine one day in the car and I was just like flipping it, I guess super aggressively and it exploded all over me. So make sure you flip the can <laughs> and yeah. it's going to help like mix everything together but it's also going to be made with hundred percent real juice. So it's not just another clear seltzer. You can actually see the color of the juice as well.
2: Yeah, that's exactly. Cool. When you pour it in a cup, it looks really nice, especially the mango. It's like a really bright mango color, mm-hmm. but that's what got us at like questioning. You know, there's so many seltzers that say they use real ingredients. There's real juice. And like, well, when you pour it in a cup, the grapefruit juice is pink, like why isn't there color in this juice? Why are they allowed to say that? You don't have to list ingredients on alcoholic products. And so they they can basically say whatever you, they want and and you'll never know. So yeah, I was very frustrated as you can tell. I'm still frustrated.
0: <laughs> I've actually never thought of that. I've never thought that like when you drink like a grapefruit or a mango, like white claw, or there's like, they're, they're clear. <laughs> they're clear. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Yes, and I think just an important note. So when we're thinking, when we're talking about these natural versus artificial flavors, so natural flavors, the original source is going to be from a plant or an animal, and then your artificial flavors, those are going to be like a synthetic chemical. And I think it's hard too because I mean we hear natural and our natural first instinct thought is natural equals healthy. So I think we've never just really questioned it to what exactly does natural mean. And just like you said, like it can it's any part of a plant or animal that it could come from as well.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, you know, my biggest issue when I'm dealing with, you know, like any food brands or supplement brands, especially like, you know, alcohol brands is like the transparency that the company chooses to have because it's, Marketing, right? I mean, like you said, you think of natural flavors like, oh, okay, this is great. It's natural. Like that's whatever. And a lot of companies know that. And you know, not that it's right, wrong, or indifferent. It's, you know, free market. It's up to the consumer to be knowledgeable. And we're just not as consumers. So I love anytime that I find a company that's like, hey, we're transparent. This is what's in our product. This is why we think it's important. And I don't know. It just shows like you care about what you're putting in your product and you want others to care about it too.
3: I love that. Yeah, that's spot on. That's what the brand's all about—is being that that brand that someone can can trust and you know feel good about consuming and sharing with other people, especially in a category that doesn't have the requirements for transparency that all other food and beverage categories do have. But also, there's a deeper problem with with these flavors because it it sounds very friendly. Natural flavors sounds yeah uh, you know, <laughs> shockingly innocent. And that's the beauty of it as an industry. It's a forty billion dollar industry that hides in in you know plain sight because anyone who reads it is not gonna raise an eyebrow. You know, a lot of people say oh, if you can't pronounce the ingredient, don't don't consume it. But we all can say natural flavors. But I can almost guarantee you that the every brand that is using these flavors they do not know what the ingredients are to the flavors in their products because they're proprietary recipes from the flavor houses. So even the brands making you the product don't know what is going into these flavors. And on top of that, you can have things called incidental ingredients in a given flavor, which you can put all different kinds of things. We've worked closely with flavor houses in the past, so we're well well versed on it all, but incidental ingredients can pretty much be anything. They're just put in at such a small amount that they're not tripping the wire on certain allergies or different call outs.
1: Yeah. And I think I've read somewhere too, where some artificial flavors actually have fewer chemicals than natural flavors, which is super interesting as well. With this all being said, like we were talking about the ingredients that's different than volley than what we would see in other seltzers. What else would you say makes volley really unique as a company, as a product? What would you say?
2: Yeah, so we also use a very high quality tequila. We use 100% agave tequila. Um, almost every other seltzer that is tequila-based uses something called Mixto tequila. And you can basically compare Jose Cuervo to a Don Julio. So Jose Cuervo... We've all taken shots of it. It doesn't make you feel so great. It's called a mixto tequila because it's distilled from 49% other sugars. So tequila comes from the agave plant. It's agave juice that is distilled. When you use 100% agave tequila, which is what we use, it is distilled 100% from agave juice. The mixto tequila can add other sugars to it to help the distillation process. And typically those sugars are high fructose corn syrup. That's why you don't feel so great after drinking Don Jose Cuervo and something else that they don't have to tell you, which is frustrating. So we use really good quality tequila. It's additive free. There's like no flavors in there. There are several tequilas that are high quality that also add flavors, which is another frustrating part of the industry, but yeah, we really try to be clean and be the cleanest option. And then we use organic juice and that's, that's it. Nothing's from concentrate. It's as if you squeeze a lime, froze it and, then defrosted it when you were ready to thicken it in your product. So really where our juice comes from, our ginger is from Peru. We find that the ginger in Peru is spicier and it has a brighter flavor versus Chinese ginger, which is where most of the ginger in the world comes from. Our limes and mangoes are from Mexico. And then our grapefruit is a ruby red from Texas. And, and yeah, we're partnered with Leave No Trace, which is a nonprofit based out of Boulder, Colorado, which was a super important initiative for me when we started the company and we were living in New York city and New York city can be pretty dirty. And there were so many cans everywhere. And it just, I was like, look, we're going to be this product that's for active people. And that like, you know, could be drinking out on the beach or in a park? And I really don't want to see our cans, but since we can't control that, why don't we give back? And so we organize cleanups with like a different parks and stuff like that. And if part of it would leave no trace, which is a nice initiative that we have.
1: Yeah, I think that's really cool. And I really like the volley community because you've talked about being active and everything. It's
0: it's like a really great wellness community to be a part of. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, since we're kind of speaking of like, you know, the can and all that, what made you guys choose the aluminum cover? It's genius. genius
2: I love it. <laughs> okay. So we really wanted to be the cleanest seltzer on the market. Tequila's people say tequila is the cleanest liquor you could drink. We use raw juice. And to be the cleanest, we had to make sure the can was clean. There are many studies that there's like disgusting amounts of bacteria on the top of cans. And so just keeping it really clean and it's attractive. (laughs) They're nice and bright. But most importantly, it's a reminder for somebody to flip the can. So a lot of people don't realize that when there's real juice, just like a juice and like an orange juice on the shelf, you need to shake it up because otherwise the pulp settles on the bottom. Like the actual juice will settle and separate from water. And that's just because orange juice is made up of parts of water. And so if you didn't shake up Bali, they, it'll separate. So the tequila is the least dense. Tequila will rise to the top, then the water, and then the juice will go to the bottom. So you'll get a nice shot of tequila, which is fine. If that's what you're into. But if you want to get the full flavor, the foil is a nice reminder to flip it over.
0: Yeah. And then you're keeping everything clean. I know. Yeah, it is. I know those studies you're talking about and it'll drive you yeah. crazy.
2: I remember when we were younger, like wiping it on my shirt and just
0: being like, "Okay, this is
2: definitely clean." Totally clean, like Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And then you get older, and you're like, "Mm, "That doesn't kill bacteria at all." (laughs) I'm second
1: all. It's
0: definitely gross to
1: think about. You go to a gas station, you have all those cans, and like, how many people have touched those? Like. I don't even want to drink another can unless
0: it's covered. (laughs) Like where were they stored? What was crawling on them? What was
3: crawling on it? Yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) a big part of it
0: too. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine like what kind of feet. I don't mean we, Bailey and I both started businesses, but like we are our product. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even imagine what it's like starting your own company from the ground up and having a product and worrying about ingredients and, you know, you're partnering with nonprofits for like cleanup and all this. So can you guys kind of share just a little bit of that process of what it was like getting started? I mean, you shared your why behind it, but I'm sure this has been in the making for a while.
2: Yes, definitely. We started working on the product development in 2019. We initially started. We bought like a handheld canner, and we started making samples from our kitchen, and just canning them out at like barbecues and stuff for people to try, and to get some feedback on it. And Chris has a background in product development, so yeah, you go into it.
3: Yeah, we've been making products for about ten years. We've done a lot of the private label for different retailers like Williams Sonoma. We've done a line for Walmart and couple other projects, mainly mixers, cocktail mixers that don't have any alcohol in them. And in that process, we got quite good at making stuff and figuring out how to navigate the whole co-packing and making sure things are safe and being produced properly and consistent. And what needs do you have for different types of products? So very fun and a little bit crazy journey just navigating all these facilities. But yeah, that made us feel comfortable being like, hey, this doesn't exist. Let's build the best version that we can, the, the version that we would want to enjoy. And it took us down to Mexico. We, we had to figure out where we were going to make it, what tequila we were going to use, what canning site. There aren't many canning sites in Mexico. It's like the Wild West down there. But Camila and I, we speak Spanish, so that definitely helped. And we're able to rely on a couple of folks down there to help in in putting together the, the supply chain. And yeah, it was w- there's a few pieces of custom equipment that were built. The piece of equipment to put that foil on is actually a custom piece of equipment built in, in Israel and then brought the tequila region in Mexico. And it's, yeah, it, it, it's quite, quite intense, but it's really good quality in terms of what we're putting in there. So we said, let's just do it what the best possible way is. And then See if people people like it as much as we do. We imagine that we're not the only ones that like tequila soda, and it's been cool just getting to know the people consuming it and where it's doing well. And we're trying not to expand too fast. We're trying to you know be really focused on where we're building awareness and where people are consuming it, so that we can really build communities in those areas.
1: Yeah, I love that. What what is your favorite flavor of the volleys? Hmm.
3: Mine is. It rotates, but I think the lime and ginger are my two favorites.
2: I'm the opposite. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It really depends what I'm feeling like, but I oh, I can always drink grapefruit. I love grapefruit juice. Okay. And then I go for mango.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think mango is like my second favorite one. So those are my favorites. Yeah. It's really cool to just hear the story about how it all comes up and comes together because Brianna, like Brianna was saying, We own businesses too, but it's more of like a business of sharing like our brain. Like we didn't have to think about what ingredients go into it. We didn't think about the marketing of, I guess, like marketing ourselves as a package. (laughs) But like, yeah, (laughs) we're going to display it in a store and get people's attention. So there is really a lot that goes into it. So it's always cool to hear that kind of story.
3: Oh, yeah. But foil actually wasn't there originally. So it has been, there's lots of things we've like learned and it wasn't perfect out of the gate. People didn't know to flip the can initially. And yeah. Like, oh man, this is this is going to be a big big problem because um, <laughs> we can't talk to every person. And you know, how do we get a person that we don't know who's finding this product in a random store across the country to know to flip the can and why? Um, and it was a big marketing exercise of like, how do you change behavior on something that you've you know you consume every day a can, but you never flip a can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to do that is actually quite a marketing undertaking to to change behavior and we thought of you know, do the cans get packed upside down do the we, we put something inside do we put the lettering upside down on the can lots of different ideas but the foil idea we were all like this that's a good idea that's yeah. that's
0: because that stops people. Like they see yeah. the can, they're used to it. Like, okay, okay. But then like, oh, you gotta open it. And you're like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. What are we doing?
3: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of value add on, on that foil. The difficulty was actually, you know, getting the machine and being able to do it. So actually now in market, there's some cans you'll peel the foil off and that you, you might actually win something. There might be a, a Willy Wonka moment, oh. the golden ticket where different people are winning stuff, depending on what, what's under their foil.
1: Oh, that's really good to know.
3: I'll yeah, have to, I'll yeah. <laughs> don't, don't take those foils for granted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All the more reason.
3: <laughs> yeah. I
1: yeah. They're multi-purpose. I'm excited. I'm expecting a case to come today between noon and four. So I have to be like stalking outside.
3: Amazing. <laughs> I'm for yeah. Her.
1: Awesome. Another question we did have was where can people buy it. So I order mine online because they're not near me yet. But where where can we find
0: it? Yes, that was my question because I know people are going to be listening to this. It's going to be you know the time that everyone's relaxing by the pool, by the lake, on the beach. They're going to want to try it. So yeah, I was looking it up too. I want to see. Yeah, where where are you guys in?
3: You can find it in Whole Foods in a number of of states. So state by state, it depends on whether Whole Foods can sell spirit-based products. But for example, in Florida, if you're in Florida, you can always find us at Whole Foods. We're in a number of Total Wines and independent liquor stores. So we have clusters. The majority of our stores are in Florida, Massachusetts, South Carolina, and then we fill in the, the East Coast. And we're starting to build our footprint on the West Coast as well. So a couple of Costco locations, Total Wine and Whole Foods over there. But our map is always up to date. We try to keep it up to date. So, And online is a great spot to find us because there's free shipping on a case. And we often have different promos. So you can get the product for equal to or less than you'd find in a store and don't even need to walk outside.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. And I'll put my link in the episode notes. So if you guys do need to order, you can use the link as well. It's right
0: there for you. Right. It's exciting. I'm looking it up. Yeah. It looks like in my area, they're at total wine. Cause I don't know all the laws in Texas. I don't know if you can have spike seltzers in stores, but I can get it online and that's all that matters, <laughs> which is great. Cause I right. hate physically shopping.
2: <laughs> exactly. We're finding that. So, but yeah, it's just a seltzer season and it's a really refreshing light drink. You know, I can't be like, Ooh, it's is strong, you know, it's 5% and yeah, we're excited yes. to hear your feedback or yes. feedback on
3: it.
1: All that. right. Well, anything else you guys want to add? Anything we've missed?
3: We um, covered most of it. Camila?
1: I don't think so. All
0: all right. Well, we actually, thank you guys for yeah. Thank you guys for coming and chatting with us. I think what Bailey was going to say, do you want to share where we can find you? I was
2: just going to say that. Yeah. You can find us at, at drink folly on Instagram. And we always respond to all the DMs. So just if you have any feedback or any questions, let us know over there.
1: Right. Sounds good. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on, answering our questions. Like I said, I'll drop a link in the description so you guys can check out volley and tag us when you try it out. Let us know what your favorite flavor is. All right.
0: Awesome. Yes. Thank, Thank you guys. guys.
1: Bye, Bye everyone. I'll see you next week. Bye. Sounds good. Bye. Thanks. Bye guys short sips and to the point thank you
0: for joining mocktail minutes be sure to subscribe and follow to keep up with the latest episodes you can find us on instagram at new crew nutrition and the mama nutritionist if you have a topic you want to learn more about send us a dm see See you you next week. week